0: Calling all dreamers!
1: Gain intimate insight from influential visionaries, purpose-driven professionals, and late workers from around the world. In each episode, our featured guest brings us a unique perspective on life yet they all share something in common their resiliency creativity and faith that led them into taking bold action towards living out their vision (laughs) and the method that accelerated their success Join us as we pursue the
0: journey of a dreamer.
1: Aloha, welcome to Dream with Tiare. I am your host Tiare Thomas Harris, and I'm the founder of Aloha Dream Board. And today we are going to be featuring a very special guest to share with you her vision, her dreams that have manifested and in hopes to inspire you and how you too can stay true to your dreams. And so I'm excited and honored to be welcoming in a personal friend of mine and an amazing manifesting generator. Her name is Jessica Ando and welcome, welcome, Jessica.
2: Hi Tiani hi Aloha hi, Tiare. how are you sister I'm so wonderful <laughs> and I'm just so honored just listening to your intro that this is happening and and so honored that I get to be a guest with you oh
1: thank you so much for being here do you mind sharing a little bit about your memory of when we first met and how your dream journey has been. Uh, I would love, I'm, I'm really excited for all of you to really hear Jessica's story because she really is a, a beautiful light in this world, doing amazing things and being of service and really honoring her authentic voice and her true calling. So uh, Jessica, yeah, would you mind sharing a little bit?
2: Yeah, thank you for, for saying all of that. I definitely remember the first time I met you. Um, and even just the way it came about was pretty magical. Um, I had seen a flyer at Lily Lotus Boutique and it said, um, create the, your life dream or your dream life. And it just caught my eye right away. And so I was like, what is this? And um, I couldn't make that particular workshop, but I you know, went online and I searched, okay, I was like, when is your next one? And luckily I was able to join one at the beginning of 2015 in January. And we got to do it at Akakura House in Waikiki. And it was my very first dream board that I was able to create. And I just, yeah, I remember so specifically the the way you guided me through each um, each aspect of the dream board of my life and how inspired I was. And it was the first time I felt some freedom to be able to say, yeah i can have this i can have these dreams and i can um put it out there i can say it out loud to people um and i I just feel very safe with you just from the get-go
1: so jessica thank you for sharing that and yeah i actually do remember you were actually the only one that showed up to that workshop so you actually got this private workshop and it was so great because I really got to know you and I was so inspired by your art. You had shared with me. I remember you're like, oh yeah. And I also do uh, paintings on these little stones. And when you had left, I was, I had that kind of in the back of my mind. And then I remember there were a few opportunities where I'm like, okay, what can I do to give gifts and how can I support, you know, local businesses and, and even our dreamers. And then you turn into my head and I was like, oh, cool. You know, what if you did something special and created these manifestation stones for people and they turn out beautiful. And we actually wound up, uh, my, my best friend, Maki, and I did a tour in Japan where we, uh, it was called spread the Aloha tour. And then you designed some artwork for our uh, for our um, flyer, as well as beautiful paintings and all these different stones with dream catchers and beautiful messages like dream. Um, and uh, people loved it. And so it was really, it's been really cool to to watch you because you weren't fully um, selling your art beyond, I think, just your stones. Right at that time when we met. Mm-hmm. Right. And now, uh, you manifested some really big things, including being in a magazine featured, doing a, uh, 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 what do you call it? Like uh, private or, or a special, um, what do you call it, when, what you did for Angela?
2: Um, oh, uh, the commission for her. The commission work.
1: You did a beautiful art uh, piece for my office, my dream office that manifested. Uh, how has your journey been since you did your first dream board, which, by the way, how many are you on now?
2: Yes, yeah, so I would be on my fourth. <laughs> <now.
1: Holy laughs> Amazing. And so going back to the, you know, the first dream board and how things have evolved in your dreams in your life. uh, what has your journey been like as an artist, really stepping into that?
2: Yeah, I I think that first workshop that I was able to go with you was, yeah, again, the first time I was able to write it down, say it out loud, and really start to internalize it, that yes, I do want to be an artist. I want to put things out there that I create. Um, and so from that point, I was able to have the confidence, I think, to just start stepping out into the world. So, you know, starting with the Haliva Arts Festival, you know, which you um, need to get accepted to have a, a booth and attend. And so from that point, it was just the more things that came true, right? And we know, like the more things that manifest, you just build more of that confidence and that belief that this can happen. So I think from there, yeah, you're right. I started off very small paintings, um, small watercolors, paintings on rocks. Um, being able to share them at some of the events that you put on, like you were mentioning. And from there, you know, being able to do larger commission pieces, you know, really big watercolors. And yeah, you also had asked me to do um, a wonderful Le'ahi painting for your office and it had such deep meaning. And so I knew when I could paint for people that um, there was a specific purpose, there was a specific intention. I, you know, I just loved it. That's like the dream, my dream client, I would say. Um, and dream kind of work. So I think it really was that um, Leahi painting that I did for you that really kind of opened things up even more because people saw that and said, wow, yeah, I want one for my office. And so, you know, I was able to do uh, a big commission of like the Ko'olows for a high school classmate who lived in Nebraska at the time, you know, for his office. Um, You know, offices in... Um, other areas in Honolulu, you know, being able to do that and doing them at large scale sizes, which was really exciting for me. Um, and I think from there, you know, yeah, there's just I realized, wow, there's more and more of things that I can accomplish, you know, and and like you mentioned, too, for our friend Angela doing a, a painting for her daughter's room, and then her bedroom was featured in Domino magazine, which was really exciting.
1: Amazing. Seriously, it was so gorgeous. All the work that you've been doing really is magical. I love this, this beautiful banyan tree that
2: you created. What what do you call that painting? Oh, yeah, I call that one tree goddess. And that was also for an office. Gorgeous.
1: That that painting is magical. And I love how, you know, feminine and dreamy and uh, grounding your your paintings are. And so just curious as an artist, you know, over the past, uh, how many years has it been now? Probably about maybe,
2: yeah. Five going on six. Holy Holy smokes. Okay. So
1: (laughs) about the past five years, what is like, can you share a a little bit about what, where it is that your stuck points were and how you actually got Mm -hmm. through it? So you don't, you know, just abandon your dream or your vision of being an artist and, and, And really sharing with the world your gifts?
2: Yeah, I think the first things that come to mind is, you know, one is trust. I would say the word trust and then community. Um, Trust is kind of more the internal process for me, right? Because if I can kind of come back to that place for me, which is a very sacred place, you know, where I trust what is to come, what I can create, um, what I'm meant to create. And if I can do that with a very open and clear channel, right? When I get into that space where I can release the fears, release the doubts. Then I know, you know, I've experienced it enough times now that if I'm truly in that space, I know that I can, I think, create the best work that's meant to be in the world. And it's not even about me anymore at that point, you know, it's just being able to be a channel for what wants to come through. So I think that always, I mean, that's really the foundation of how I want to create. So if I can come back to that, that will keep me motivated for. Forever, I would say, all the years to come. And the second part, I think, is community, you know, and that's such a, and, you know, you, is such a big part Aloha dream board, um, what you're creating now, you know, at dream haven and your show to have a, to enter a space where, you know, we're surrounded by women, but just people, right, that are creative, that are truly supportive, um, that truly want to see each other succeed. And that was a new kind of space for me to enter, you know. And to be honest, I was nervous at first to put my art out there. I was like, is the art world competitive? You know, like, what is it going to feel like? And, you know, but you've created this world and community that I was able to step into right away that um, I think it changed everything for me, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big part of why I can continue to stay on this path and um, stay motivated to what I want to do, because I know that I have really kind of surrounding me and cheering me on
1: mm, beautiful
2: yes i I'm really
1: inspired by you because you know you y- your evolution and the transformation of your work uh, you put a lot of intention behind it I remember when I'd asked for that commission piece for my office and you this beautiful beautiful piece um uh, this watercolor painting it was massive how big is it do you
2: do you remember this? Oh, side? yeah! I, it's definitely the biggest one I've done so far.
1: <laughs> Massive,
2: yeah. And uh, so I remember
1: when you when you presented it to me and you 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 showed up with it. You told me that you actually sat and and meditated while you were painting. Can you share a little mm-hmm. bit of your intention behind that in the process and and how how that evolved for you?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think so when you had asked me to do this, and, you know, again, this is where the process, I I love it so much, because I do always encounter, uh, maybe stuck points or fears or, wow, this is going to be the biggest um, painting I've ever done, you know, I was like, so the doubts come in, like, can I do it? Like, how do, you know, am I going to get this right? And but again, when I went back into the trust and it was a combination of, yeah, kind of going within, but then also really taking into account what you were envisioning for your office space um, and not just the aesthetics of it. You were really looking for the the energy, right, and the the feel and the flow. And so I knew that this piece was going to be a big part of creating that energy for yourself and then for all your clients that were going to come in. So that, you know, when I can connect with that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that that gets my creative juices flowing. So. I knew that that was the end goal. And like you've taught me in manifesting it's similar. I kind of dropped into a meditation where I just wanted to feel and paint with the energy that it was basically already done. And that, you know, the the feeling was already there that, you know, your goals were met in the painting that it contributed in the right way, you know, to your office. And envisioning really like, yeah, it already exists. Um I just right now is just the process of it moving through my hands onto the paper. Um, and so, yeah, it was a meditation where, you know, every stroke that I put down, you know, it's like I was feeling and truly believing that um, energy and intention where I was, you know, every stroke is like, it's the one step closer to creating the final piece Um and then the whole time, just kind of repeating whether it's like words or just the feeling within my clear open space, you know, support for all your clients, dreaming big, you know, so I wanted all of that energy to be felt, you know, in the water, in the brush, in the paint, and then, and then into the paper, you know, so that it can really go deep.
1: <laughs> and it turned out absolutely magical. I you. Uh, we have some pictures of uh, the Leahi painting of uh, you and I in the office. So uh,
2: yes.
1: it's nice to be able to reflect on that and, and look back because uh, that was definitely um, absolutely magical the way that you did it. And I really did feel so grounded uh, every time a client did come in and I was really proud of having your painting, your artwork. So uh, going back to, you know, that Haleiwa Art Festival that you were talking about, the first festival you got invited into um, mm-hmm. and accepted into because you said it's kind of a big deal. Not everybody could just go and have a booth, right? And right. and sell artwork. So what were all the, the, what, what was that like as far as um, did you experience, like what did you experience as far as if there was any negative self-talk or anything that kind of almost took you out of the game or off of your path mm-hmm. to vision and then yeah. what got you through to actually submit and uh, your your information and then, you know, what was the process of all of that? I'm just so curious.
2: Yeah, no, it's nice to reflect on that. Actually. I'm glad that you asked because yeah, I mean, there's definitely those moments of, you know, if you're doing something for the first time, so you know that already can feel intimidating, and you don't really know exactly what you're doing. So yeah, there were moments throughout the weekend where I remember feeling like, yeah, the newbie kind of right. I've never set up a booth. It come there's all the logistical things that come with that. And um, so it was a a weekend. It's a weekend festival. So Friday evening we're going, and we can start to set up. And you know I have I have small pieces, so I didn't need anything too fancy. But you know table you know, I have things to prop up my art. Um, I had a sign, you know, a banner. But I as I kind of looked around (laughs) at the other artists, and you know, there's different size booths. So I did have a smaller size. And of course, you know, some of the big time artists, you know, they doing it every year, they have, you know, really big um, tents and booths. And I go and I look and I'm like, wow, they, they they were setting it up almost to look like a gallery, like they had walls, um, they were nailing their, you know, paintings to the walls, like you could actually, you know, customers were able to come, walk through, look at, look at it as if it's an art show or a shop. And I was like, I, I think that was the first time I remember thinking like, uh-oh, what, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, and, and I'm sure, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people can resonate with that feeling, right? So but, you know, I'm there. I, um you know, set it up the best I could. And then, you know, I was, I was happy with, you know, aesthetically how it looked. And, you know, for it being pretty simple, but, you know, something that I still felt proud of. Um, But I I specifically remember feeling that. And one thing that did help was, you know, throughout the weekend, I I had some breaks so I could walk around at the other booths and take a look at everyone else's art. Um, And so I had come across um, these two artists that were sharing a booth. And then we started talking story and, you know, I told them this is my first time. And it was so comforting because they said they're like i remember my first time and they're like we just had a table and cardboard box (laughs) with my art in it and i was like oh (laughs) i feel so much less alone right so everyone starts there you know as you're learning to set things up and do shows like that so it was nice you know and i think that that was something that i'll always remember too just yeah it felt even there too it felt very supportive
1: yeah there there really is something really uh exciting and can also be a little intimidating to see somebody else in the vision of what you know for me i'm like oh that's that's where i want to be one day but i'm not there yet so it's for me it can kind of be yeah exciting inspiring but then sometimes if i let the negative self-talk come in it can be very intimidating so For you, when you got to, you know, walk around, uh, get to know some of the other artists and you got to hear them, um, what were some of the things that were coming in and out, you know, whether it was encouraging yourself or, okay, calm Mm -hmm. down or, oh my (laughs) gosh, what am I doing? But yeah, I'm just curious, like, what what are some of the things that were coming up in your, the mental notes?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I remember... Well, the beginning of the weekend, you know, yeah, we did the setup, I had, you know, kind of some doubts come up there, like I mentioned. Um, but the first day that it the show started, you know, we're all given a welcome packet, you know, so we have a tote bag that all the artists get and, you know, has the map and, you know, instructions, things like that. And, and your name tag, I think I shared this with you too, is that, you know, that was one of the inspirations that I had the year prior when I went to the festival. And I was like, I want to be an artist there next year. And so I remember seeing all the artists wear their name tag with their name and it said artist underneath. And so when I finally got mine for that weekend, where it said Jessica Ando and it said artist underneath. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is real. And I just kind of did a jump of joy and um, got a little too excited. I felt a little faint after. So I had to let myself calm down a bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember that kind of starting off in that Space where I was like, wow, like this, this really happened. This manifested for me, and and then I think from there, you know, just throughout the weekend, it was yes, you know, some moments where I would walk around and see like, wow, like you can really tell, right? The artists that have been doing this for a long time, and they have huge pieces of art. Um, they know how to set it up. Um, they feel very comfortable in in this world, right? They know what they're doing, and so I think it moved a little bit more to a sense of awe too and just respect, you know, and um, just respecting the process that they've gone through, that, you know, they're creating these magnificent pieces and being able to share it. I also remember being pretty close by in proximity to some artists that I really, that I knew about and that I really um, respected and was excited about. And so I remember having the thought of like, wow, that's pretty cool that I'm here and you know, I'm just a few booths away from this amazing, amazing artist, you know? Um, And to feel like, yeah, I mean, to start to think like, yeah, I can be at this level too, right? You know, and to let myself feel like, yeah, I can be, I can be that person and I can be this artist if I want. Um, Yeah. So it was really fun. I mean, a lot of emotions. I would say, yeah, definitely overall, you know, there's the fears and doubts, but overall 90 90 to 95% was just really good feelings and feelings of wonder and, and amazement.
1: And what's so cool is one of the newest visions that have manifested for you is you just launched your own calendar.
2: I did (laughs)
1: have it on you to share.
2: Oh, you know what? It's actually, they're kind of, I'm in the process of packing some of them (laughs) for shipping. (laughs) I know, I should have had it with me right here. But um, yeah, you can check it out on my Instagram or on my website. And that was a huge one. I mean, it's, it was the desk calendar that I created, you know, is something modest in the sense of its size, you know, and, um, you know, it's just just something useful, I feel like, you know, for people. Uh, But my friend and I had collaborated last year with the intention of creating a card deck, you know, with me doing the art, and then on the other side, you know, it would have an intention or word for each card. Um, life got a little busy, so you know, things got a little bit pushed back. But you know, we thought, hey, you know, a lot of the art was created, a lot of the words that we chose were already there. So I thought, well, you know, we have a good amount of art created. Like, let's see if we can make something out of it. Um, and so when we thought about a calendar, I was like, yeah, let's. That's doable. Um, you know, we have more than 12, you know, images already that are ready to print. So yeah, we just went for it. And, um, it's a bit of a learning curve, learn about the layout and, you know, getting things printed, but it was really, um, it felt so good to hold it in my hand. Um, yeah, like we were doing earlier, you know, just envisioning that it's already there and printed and being able to celebrate. And then when I actually got it in the mail, it was right there in my hand. So...
1: Oh, it's gorgeous. It's so beautiful. I can't wait to get mine in the mail. And then I'm also thinking I'm making a mental note of a list of like who I'm going to be sending these to as gifts. Ooh. Uh, and yeah, it's it's beautiful. And I love that you collaborated with another uh, person. And so just curious how, because this happens a lot with manifestation. It's what I, one of the lessons or takeaways that I've had and discovered this past, especially this past couple of years is how much more fun collaboration can be, and how much more yeah. you can do with your dream team when right. two more like-minded people come together and put in their their creative uh, ideas, as well as uh, their talents, their skills, their gifts, and then when there's synergy because you know you you both have uh, values that are in alignment and a vision that's in alignment. So how? How has collaborating with uh, what is your friend's name?
2: That you're- Tara Tara, Tara. Yamauchi Lam. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, and again, this that's a great question. I'm glad I can kind of speak to that um, because this was actually the first time that I kind of created something with my art, you know, with someone else um, in this way to actually have something a product printed, you know, that we're gonna you know sell and um, it was not, it was kind of the perfect combination. We had been friends from uh, my previous employment. Um, she's a counselor, therapist, like myself, and so you know already we have a lot of things in common. Um, we both always loved card decks, so that's why that original project came about. Um, and she had that idea, and I had been thinking about it too. And she was like, "Would you want to do that? Would you do the art for it?" I was like, "Yeah." Um, so that's how it kind of started, and you know, we we collaborated well because I think we were each bringing an aspect or a skill that. Um, was unique to us. So, you know, of course, you know, for me to do the painting and the art and for her, you know, thinking about the words and the writing piece is, you know, her strength. So um, it was a nice combination, even for the calendar too, because the calendar has a word and a quote that goes with each month. Um, Mm -hmm. And she wrote the quote for that. And so um, we were still able to incorporate kind of that writing words piece with the art, you know, for the desk calendar as well. And then you'll see that in the, the card deck too. Um, but that's the fun part, I think, is just being able to play with other people's strengths, you know, and and bring something together. Um, yeah, so it is fun. I'm glad that you mentioned that, you know, the whole idea of a dream team and collaboration is really exciting. And I think that my favorite part is when you're in the planning stages and brainstorming. And then even with two people, three on your team, once you get into that creative flow and all the ideas start coming up, it's just it feels so fun and energetic.
0: The name of our company, Honua, means earth, land, or foundation, and I gave it that name to honor our Mother Earth for all the beautiful things she provides for us. I had learned from a young age that traditional Hawaiian botanicals were really powerful, so I knew that I could really put together a beautiful healing line that utilized these healing botanicals. A huge part of our company is giving back to our Earth and doing things like our beach cleanups, and I felt that we really needed to do a reforestation event as well. We use our compostable packaging, we use glass bottles, never plastic. We also support a lot of local and sustainable farms. You, you should be able to eat what you put on your skin. The ingredients come from uh, how our Hawaiian ancestors healed our community join our community, and find out how you can be a part of our Honua Ohana.
2: Yeah actually uh that takes me back to
1: a memory of when uh I hosted a we did a gratitude party for a company called Kitten Ace in Alawana yeah. shopping center there were a newer company in uh that ju- that they just recently um opened up right and uh when when a friend of mine who, who was the manager there, she, she had asked me to do it. Uh, she's like, I want to, you know, what, what, do you want to do? And I was like, let's do, you know, gratitude, uh, let, we'll focus on that. And, you know, do you have a budget? Like, what is it? Because, uh, I have an idea. And immediately I thought of you of how cool would it be to gift each person, something that's so meaningful. And then you got to paint, custom, individual, very unique, uh, uh, manifestation stones, uh, with really beautiful messages on it. And, uh, one was like, oh shoot, I can't remember. It was, it was like, one was dream of course. And then another was like something about hustling, uh, hustle for your dreams or something like that. Yeah, that's that's right. I can't remember the exact wording, but yeah, I I can see it in my mind. Yeah. It was so good. And, and people really, uh. Really loved the, the meaning and the intention behind it so that's one thing that you know as, as far as a, you know being a dreamer and manifesting your dreams, uh, how has intention a clear intention really helped support you uh, in the line of work that you do because you actually blend art and therapy and you counsel mm-hmm. families right so mm-hmm. how does intention and having a clear vision come into play with, with serving people and living your purpose?
2: Mm, Yeah, that's such a great question. I, you know, one of the things I always reflect on is that, you know, art has taught me what I feel like, you know, I know it's a big statement, but it felt, I feel like it's taught me the meaning of life, basically how I want to live, you know? And and I say that because when I'm truly in my, um, the flow state, you know, open channel, I feel like I'm collaborating with, you know, a higher spirit that's kind of working through me. And I know when I'm that person, when I'm in that space, I'm like, that's my true self. That's my best self. That's really where I can contribute the most to the world. And so I find that, you know, I think at the core of everything, that truth is everywhere, you know, not just when I'm painting. And so that's been my goal is to really take that energy, that space, Um, within myself, you know, when I'm my most authentic and open. And then, you know, really practice that in everything I do, you know, with my jobs, when I do counseling or therapy, when I'm with friends, just every part of my life, right, relationships. So I think that that's the truth that I have found to be um, something that I want to be the foundation of my whole life in general. So for sure, you know, when I'm um, doing my work professionally as, you know, a therapist, you know, whether it's working with kids, families, um, I try to remember that it's the same, it's the same energy when I'm open, when I know that, you know, the purpose and the truth is to connect, to support, to love, you know, on other people that, you know, yeah, the miracles will happen. And it does, you know, in the same way that I can watch a painting kind of come together. Um it's the same. Yeah. When you're relating with people and when you're connecting truly with people, you just, you feel it, you see how magical and amazing the healing that can happen. Um, and it's the same. I really feel like it's that same energy, you know, so it's just ch- channeling into that space, you know, um, with the universe and with your, with yourself.
1: Beautifully said. And yes, miracles will happen and it really takes us back to what you had shared in the beginning of what's helped you to stay true to your dreams with trust yeah Mm -hmm. and i can resonate with that big time because there has been times where i'm like what am i doing i've no (laughs) idea what i'm doing i'm just opening up being guided listening and following and just rolling with it and being in that flow state i think that is very powerful place to be and I can see how art is, is definitely a channel to open up that flow state for people to experience. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's beautiful that you're sharing your gifts and and applying that to support people with that therapy. Uh, I know that we've been talking a lot about your art and, and manifesting, you know, uh, where you're at as far as you know what you've launched uh with your your new calendar coming out for Mm -hmm. 2022 yeah (laughs) so amazing and inspiring and all the commission pieces and being in the magazines and all that and i do want to kind of segue into a whole nother topic because when we go through the whole dream board with our method Mm -hmm. we also cover love and relationships Yes, we do. And uh, is it okay I I pry a little bit there?
2: Of course.
1: (laughs) That's why I'm here. (laughs) Perfect. Let's celebrate. So uh, (laughs) would you mind sharing a little bit about your journey when it comes to love? Because when we first met, when you first came to the Dream Board session at Akakuda House, Mm -hmm. uh, you actually were single. I was. And now... I'll let you be the one to share uh, where you're at right now with that. But can you share with people a little bit about, you know, and and with me, what that journey has been like, the stuck points, the hope, the vision, how you stay true to that dream and got to where you're at Mm -hmm. now. Girl, you're going to inspire a whole lot of people to stay true to that love vision.
2: (laughs) That's the exact energy. Yes, that's all I did. Um no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I'm glad that I can share this, you know, with you and and with anyone else that, you know, wants to hear the story because again, to the the point where I came into the um Akukura House workshop with you, meeting you for the first time, um yeah, it's like I, when I look think back, it's like I was almost kind of on the cusp of, you know, the beginning of starting this new chapter in my life, you know, I, I think I knew what I wanted when it came to the arts, when it came to relationships, but just being able to like hone in on it, get really specific. So yeah, that was 2015. And as of 2020, October, I was engaged. I'm engaged. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, I mean, it's so interesting, right, to reflect back to where I was at that point when we first met. Um, And so yeah, how did I stay true? I mean, so I mean, from the beginning, it was with your support, you know, writing down, doing the guided visualizations. And I am a visual person, right? But I think a lot of people are, you know, who are drawn to creating dream boards and vision boards. So being able to be guided um, to write down what it is that you truly want in a relationship, um, and then finding the images you know that kind of go with that. Because I was at a place where I was like, it felt scary, right? I mean, I mean, it always feels scary to to really put out there, like, yeah, this is what I really would want in a dream relationship. Um, because you have those doubts, like, is can I really have that? You know, just sometimes certain aspects of it can feel like it's so far away or hard to reach so yeah I think writing things down was so helpful for me um and then being able to refresh my dream board you know I tried to do that every year from the first one that I did with you and um just that that was there right knowing that I have this special section dedicated to this aspect of my life um, that I can always revisit I can reread it um, like you always suggest, you have it in a place that you can look at it regularly, um, and then just to just to start believing. I think that was. I think that's the where I felt also. You know, the workshops with you gives me that permission to believe, right? Because I think we need a permission to to really start to believe in our dreams. You know, to get things started. So yeah, I mean, I think the combination and the recipe that. That you supported me in, made magic happen.
1: <laughs> well, you did the work. I was <laughs> support and you know just be there next to you. And yeah. you really did the work. So that's really inspiring. Your story is really inspiring because um, you know for for me personally, I really struggled with commitment. I really struggled with staying true to that vision of what I truly wanted in relationship. Because I struggled with my self worth. And so mm-hmm. until it was modeled for me, and until I got more and more clear and refined and refined the vision, um, you know, I had a really hard time staying true to what I really deeply wanted, but yeah, getting off track, because I didn't feel worthy of enough, enough of it. And so it took a lot of other work beyond the dream board, there was a lot of other work that I did in order to create the relationship that I really truly am so grateful for and proud of. And um, uh, just curious, like, yes, you have your vision board, but did you also have, or who did you look to as a model couple for you of like somebody or a couple that kind of had what you were envisioning that you wanted to move towards in relationship?
2: Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's such a good question. I. I think, you know, because you were such a leader, you know, in the dream war, you know, I think, and hearing what your story was. And so I think there's so many aspects of the relationship that I could see that you had that I was like, yeah, well, those are things that I want, right? I mean, kind of getting, I mean, we all navigate through life and the challenges that come with relationships, you know, our previous relationships, and then, you know, getting to a point where you have someone you feel so safe with. I think safety was obviously number one, right? I remember that. Uh, safety, Yeah. Yeah. couple that I had in mind, but I do remember as I was kind of reflecting, like what what is it that I want? I would think back on, you know, just when I observe couples, right? Friends, you know, um, other social engagements that I'm at, you know, I could pick up on, you know, aspects of relationships that I was like, yeah, that's what I want. So sometimes I would see um, you know, married, younger married couples and they just seem to know each other so well. You know, I mean, just the level of comfort and the level of acceptance that they have of each other was so evident and so I remember kind of taking that and noting that specifically it's like yeah that's something important for me um I think I would also observe when couples like laugh together like truly like laugh and have fun and when I saw that I was like oh that's what I want (laughs) you know I mean just being able to I mean underneath that it just seemed like a deep friendship also right just again going back to the trust and you know they um I could be able to see I would see those qualities, I think in, in some relationships. And so I think that's what helped me when I was being a more observant um, to like just real life couples right that I see around me. not just you know what I envision, but also yeah, what is it that I see in my world um, and people around me that that I would want as well. So yeah, I remember going through that process of just being the observer and um, noting noting the things that I appreciated about their connection.
1: Sounds like the mindfulness practice.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. No.
1: No. Note. Yep. <laughs> and then let it be. Right. The trust. Yeah. Yep. Uh, thank you. That that was really. Uh, it's it's nice to hear. You know your perspective and your uh, journey because you know we all want something, right, in life, and we're all striving for something. Uh, and and we may be great in, in one aspect of our life. And then a whole nother area, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, it can be really scary. And so mm-hmm. to, to watch you and to hear you, um, you know, with your art and then even with your relationship to see, you know, it, it wasn't peachy, you know, peaches and cream. It wasn't like, Oh, it just manifested just like that. And sometimes right. things do, which is yeah. so cool. And, some things that we really want is going to take that commitment, that dedication, mm-hmm. that focus and that trust and surrounding ourselves with a dream team to help support us to, you know, stay on that path, right? So I'm just curious, talking about, you know, vision of, you know, what could be that might be a little scary. What is what is a dream that you have moving forward in your life where you're... Where you're feeling maybe a little scared, a little mm-hmm. you know, unsure about maybe it's a dream that seems out of reach, whether you shared it or you haven't shared it yet, uh would you be so kind of share what's on the uh horizon of the <laughs> new vision the next season of Jessica Ando
2: ooh, next season, I like that, <laughs> yes, um, there is something specific in mind and it's exactly kind of in that space that you described, you know, it's there, I've maybe mentioned it like to a couple of people, but been a little like nervous to actually say it out loud. But this is the time and this is the space to do it. So um, I would really, really love to create an art book. Um, and when I say create, I mean, really create and to me, like go through a, like, a birthing of it, because I know that I, there's this richness that I want there to be um, in the process and then, you know, hopefully the end product, but what I basically envision is basically a combination of my art, um, but with, which is new for me, with, um, whether I want to call it poetry or words that kind of accompany the visual pieces of what I create. Um, and that came about because I noticed that a lot of times when I have painted you know, watercolors or something kind of just comes through to me. I don't always add it into the painting, or I haven't yet so much, but a lot of times like certain kind of poetic phrases or yeah, just words kind of come to my mind as I'm painting that to me you know, just kind of enhance the the meaning of what I'm painting or creating. so I was like, well, if that's there, you know, if it's that if that's coming through, if words are coming through for me, um why not? let it come. <laughs> so I would really love to have a book that, you know, really is a combination of the, the words and, and visuals that can hopefully, you know, bring people even more into the message, the energy, the intention of, you know, what, what I'm sharing, but also what people interpret too, right. what they take away from it um, for their own lives and their own story. Um And I I was inspired too. I mean, just this year, right? Our friend Mudra coming out with her book, um, Monk's Daughter. And so, you know, that was an inspiration too, just being able to celebrate that together with our, you know, dream haven and to hold it in my hands as well, see her go through the process of creating it and knowing that it's there. It's like, you know, that gave me a a whole lot of inspiration also. Um, So that's something that, yeah, that's, I would love to create that. I even have a title in my mind (laughs) already.
1: love that love that is it on your dream board yet
2: is well so i i haven't written down but i still gotta search for the kind of right visuals i think for that yeah. nice
1: nice beautiful and i remember when we did your business board i i'm pretty sure you put calendar on there i must have because it's been
2: something i wanted <laughs> to do for a long time
1: <laughs> yeah i remember that session and we're going through all the different services that you want to offer and mm-hmm. creating your your website and Uh, So it's really cool to actually see your dreams turn into reality in real time. And with that being said, and all of your experiences, everything that you've learned along the way of your journey with dreaming and manifesting, would you please be so kind to share some words of wisdom, whatever top of mind, top of heart that you would like to share with the world because the whole reason why I'm doing this show is because I really truly believe that we're going to have a much happier world to live in and a safer world to live in for our children when there's Mm -hmm. happy dreamers sharing, celebrating and supporting each other to turn their dreams into reality. And I'm not talking about just like superficial vision dreams. I'm talking about in depth, like this is true to my heart, true to my soul, vision and dreams. and when people feel safe to share and and then feel supported along the way or they have some sort of inspiration and hope, you know, my wish for for the world is so that, you know, they they get inspired. OK, I, I am worthy to dream. It is possible for my dreams to come true. And OK, uh, how do I navigate life, you know, and, <laughs> right. and and then turn my dreams into reality and without abandoning it? right, my authentic self, my true calling, my vision. Mm-hmm. So what's, what's the words of wisdom that you would like to share? And you can take a moment to breathe that in and meditate it <laughs> on, and uh, we're here to receive.
2: Mm. Yes, I love being able to reflect out loud, you know, about this with you and, and to share it. Yeah, I mean, just as you were talking, I, you know, think about within my own process, I am very familiar with um, familiar. And I guess what the important piece is of being aware, being aware of when I hit that, um, I guess maybe that mental wall in my head that, you know, the wall is made of. Yeah. Like I've mentioned the doubts, the fears, the wondering of like, Oh, that, that can't really happen. You know, that maybe that's a little too big, you know? So when those thoughts come in and it can come in pretty quick. Right. I mean, I, I don't say that it'll, ever go away. I think that's human nature, right? That that'll come up. So my goal has been to not get rid of or never have those thoughts ever again. But just having the awareness of like, oh, there it is. Um, Being able to catch yourself in that moment. And then I think what I would advise is, you know, just being able to let yourself push that a little bit, like even if it's just, you know, you don't have to like knock it out of the way right away. But, you know, give yourself a little freedom to just just push it a little bit beyond what you, you think it's saying to you, right? Um, and I think that's the first step, you know, is if you can just start to expand a little bit more slowly um, with the support, you know, and guidance, you know, of that I think that makes a big difference. Um, and I, I think that that's been one of the um, pivotal points for me in my journey. You know, it's and I, I still go through that now. And when I remember, like, oh wait, I can dream beyond what my doubts are saying. Like I can. And you truly believe it. You know, the more you practice, the more you believe it. Then um then it becomes a fun process, you know, because then when you think like, wow, if I can dream, you know, beyond what I think these limits are, like how fun is that? How how fun and creative and childlike, right? Like I know you've said too, it's like dreaming as if you're, you know, a young child. Um And that's how i want to live i would want like you said too i think if everyone lives like that wow we create a beautiful a beautiful family in the whole the whole world
1: (laughs) totally and and speaking of family somebody's here do you want to make a little (laughs) say hi baby Ah, thank you so much, Jessica, for your words of wisdom, for you know, really bearing your soul and your heart with the world. Uh, it's been an honor to have you as a guest. And my little big major manifestation dream come true child. Yes. Say hi to Auntie. He's <laughs> Uh Auntie. Yeah, can you say Auntie? Can you say hi.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Gonna
2: go with auntie for a little bit. <laughs> so I yeah, I love seeing baby Louie because I I I know how much of a dream that was for you, right? To have your family and yeah, to see him living and breathing and thriving is just like, oh I love it so much.
1: Yes, I love that he can come to our dream Haven events and we yeah. really just witness other people uh dreaming and manifesting their dreams. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you for paving the way for so many dreamers to believe that they're worthy to dream. And it is possible through trust, mm-hmm. uh, even accessing that creative flow, um, even through art therapy, uh, through uh, visualizing and even feeling and imagining as if it already has happened. I mean, you really showed so many gems, uh, as well as collaboration in your dream team and uh, pushing yourself just a little bit more, right? Of that vision, even if it's a little scary, but you don't have to bust through, you can just take little baby steps, right? And be gentle Mm -hmm. with yourself. So these are great words of wisdom, great gems. Thank you for being on the show, and I want to thank all of you uh, for watching our very first episode of Dream with Tiare. Seriously, it's been an honor to be able to work with this dream team with Mafé Management, and uh, you want to come say hi really quick? Just peek your head out. Okay, Selena's being shy, but <laughs> Selena's here helping me, and she's actually the the person who. Uh is, is the inspiration and, and the reason why Aloha Dream Board exists. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for Selena, Aloha Dream Board would not exist. Oh.
2: And she was
1: my first client, she trusted me, my crazy ideas. we're uh, <laughs> in a dream board session, and uh, she's really one of my dearest best friends, and I treasure our relationship. And uh, I'm so happy that, you know, we got to connect and, you know, you've become a dear friend and have have been able to experience so many amazing manifestations together. Mm
2: -hmm. And I look
1: forward to your book. So everybody stay tuned. Uh, Definitely follow Jessica Ando Art on Instagram. She also has a website, is it jessicaandoart.com?
2: Yeah, my website is just jessicaando.com and Instagram is jessicaandoart, yeah.
1: Yeah, so she sells her prints, she also does commission work and she also is launching, she just launched her her new calendar. Uh, Thank you to our sponsors uh, and thank you for making magic with us. Uh, And remember, always stay true to your dreams.